Hello, readers of Every Word. I'm your host, Christina Munoz-Madsen. Welcome to our new podcast, Every Word 365. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome to the New Testament. Whether you've been with us from the beginning, or if you joined a few months ago, or if you're brand new, I'm so glad you are with us. And for those of you who are recommitting to this journey, welcome back. So excited that so many of you have stayed with us throughout the Old Testament. I know God has revealed so much to you already, and get ready for more. And if you got behind or dropped off in the Old Testament, don't worry. I'll be doing this study again next year, so you can always start over from the beginning. Be sure to join our Facebook page. We have a Facebook group so you can comment and share your thoughts with others. I'll include a link in the show notes. And if you don't have a Daily Walk Bible yet, be sure to get the NLT version, and I'll include a link to buy it in the show notes as well. Mine no longer has a cover because I have used it so much, but it is the Daily Walk Bible NLT version, and it's important that you do follow the same Bible because the reading assignments are in there, and we reference the devotionals that are in there quite often. And if you're not receiving my emails, My email address is also included in the show notes, so please send me an email and I'll get you added to the list. Okay, on to the New Testament. Today we started, of course, at Matthew. Pop quiz, what does the biblical word testament mean? We talked about this when we started the Old Testament. It's a covenant, like an agreement. And after reading all of the Old Testament, who is thankful for this new covenant? Remember, I made all of you sign a covenant agreeing to read every word of the Bible. So hopefully you're still sticking with that agreement. Did you know that there are 400 years of silence between the Old Testament and the New Testament? And I'm going to include a link for more information on that. These come from Got Questions. This is a resource that I use quite often. And so if you have time, it's fun to go through these links and learn a little bit more. Talk about jumping right in. In today's reading alone, Jesus was born, baptized, tempted, and started his ministry. Wow, all within the first chapters of Matthew. So who is Matthew? Well, he was a tax collector by trade. And keep in mind, he is writing to a Hebrew audience, which is why you'll see more Old Testament references than with the other Gospels. So once again, I'm going to include a Got Questions link on much more about Matthew And that's where this following information is coming from. So you can look at the link, but I also wanted to give you some more background information as we jump into Matthew. Author of this book. Obviously, the book is known as the Gospel of Matthew because it is written by the apostle of the same name. The style of the book is exactly what would be expected of a man who was once a tax collector. Matthew has a keen interest in accounting. The Gospel of Matthew is very orderly and concise. Rather than write in chronological order, Matthew arranges his gospel through six discussions. As a tax collector, Matthew possessed a skill that makes his writing all the more exciting for Christians. Tax collectors were expected to be able to write in a form of shorthand, which essentially meant that Matthew could record a person's words as they spoke, word for word. This ability means that the words of Matthew are not only inspired by the Holy Spirit, but should represent an actual transcript of some of Christ's sermons. For example, the Sermon on the Mount, well known, as recorded in chapters 5 through 7, is almost certainly a perfect recording of that great message, and we'll be reading that in tomorrow's assigned reading. 
As for the date of this writing, as an apostle, Matthew wrote the Gospel of Matthew in the early period of the church, probably in AD 55 to 65. This was a time when most Christians were Jewish converts. So Matthew's focus on Jewish perspective in this gospel is understandable. Again, we're going to hear more from the Old Testament in this gospel than any of the, of the other gospels. Purpose of writing. Matthew intends to prove to the Jews that Jesus Christ is the promised Messiah. More than any other gospel, the gospel of Matthew quotes the Old Testament to show how Jesus fulfilled the words of the Jewish prophets. Matthew describes in detail the lineage of Jesus from David and uses many forms of speech that Jews would have been comfortable with. Matthew's love and concern for his people is apparent through his meticulous approach to telling the gospel story. Again, that information is from Got Questions, and I'll include a link in the show notes. But I want to hear from you. What did you think of the first four chapters of Matthew? Did you learn anything new? Share the verses that really jumped out to you in the comments of this post on our Facebook page. Tomorrow is Matthew 5 through 7. Happy reading. This episode is made possible by Travel with Friends. Travel with Friends is a faith-based organization that customizes reliable and trustworthy religious tours, educational tours, vacation travel, and cruises to destinations all over the world. They are helping me host an 11-day trip to the Holy Land, and you are invited to join us. It'll be with my family, my husband, and my two daughters, who will be 15 and 12, and we'll be going in March of 2024 over spring break. And while I love traveling and seeing other parts of the world, this really is about seeing the Bible come to life. What a life-changing spiritual experience it will be. I've included a link to the Israel tour that I'm hosting in the show notes of this podcast. So click that link for more information.